it's me, Zenobia Darling. You're listening to Hashtag Rockstar Life, the Coffee Break Podcast. Let's go. my cold brew at okay and i'm live so we are doing this with some technical fun i refuse to come to earth i'm in my ufo me and melvin are chilling so i'm here with one of my good friends a podcaster a bravoholic someone who brings me sprinkle cookies from Shoprite all the damn time i have samaj bloodson all the holics <laughs> oh yeah all the holics no longer in the dmv you're in freaking brooklyn having fun so, Brooklyn, baby. Oh, yeah. So what's up? How are you today? How are you for this little coffee break? I am feeling blessed and highly favored and out of this world because we are, like you said, we're not coming down to Earth. We're in space, baby. We're with, the, we're with the aliens and the stars and the alien superstars and all Beyonce's fans. So yeah. we're having a good time away from this Earth is ghetto and I want to leave. Exactly. That's why I'm not coming down. There's too much chaos. You got too much darkness, too much craziness. You got, you know, Jen Shaw trying to do stuff from prison. So I'm staying away. I'm, on, I'm near Saturn. People giving out sprinkle cookies when it should be pignola cookies. It's I know. Mm. Too much to eat. Too much. <laughs> so before we get started, this is a coffee break. What are you drinking? So speaking of, I'm actually drinking a homemade espresso peppermint mocha martini. We've got some coffee mate peppermint mocha coffee creamer, some espresso from Starbucks, Ooh. and then we ingredients is Lisa Barlow's Vita Tequila Añejo. Oh, oh, and it's not even noon yet. I love it. I'm having an orange crush I made myself. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this should be fun. I figured it's a coffee break, but I already had a cold brew from Dunkin', so whatever. Yeah. It's all good. I love that you have the Vita Tequila. You love Miss Lisa Barlow. That's my girl. And honestly, 12 o'clock, 5 o'clock, who cares? We're in space. There's no time up here. Exactly. <laughs> it's always dark. It's always party time. It's just now. Yeah, it's just now. now. We're in the present moment. Oof. All right, so you were the host of the Me, I Am Canceled. Have you been canceled yet? Hell, I haven't been canceled yet as a mystery. But again, I'm a drag queen and I'm a comic, so... You know, Zenobia, that's a question I get a lot. Have I been canceled? I feel like, because that question came up so much, I think I just went ahead and canceled myself, which is how this podcast came about. And it's just my journey through cancellation and back. But actually, I think if you ask my coworkers, I might be canceled. I got a text message from my manager yesterday, apparently with like my clothes having spilled out everywhere. And she's like, what is this? I'm like, um, my emergency clothes? She's like, come on. Because oh, I guess God. like oh, well, you're learning, you're what is it? You're learning and growing. You're listening and learning. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm listening I love learning. a bitch on a journey. I love. I love it. Ooh. Yeah. And I told her, I'm like, listen. I'm like, I don't know who. I'm like, I don't know who's not being accountable there and saying they knocked over my stuff. I'm like, but it wasn't me, Shaggy. Like, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not whoever did this. They need to own up to a number one, and it's not me. And then they reply back for like. I don't think it was someone here. I'm like, well, who was it? Because it wasn't me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was someone else, not me. It was a ghost. It was a ghost. Okay, so we know each other through, like, the Bravo podcasting community, which is a very interesting community. Like, not to be shady, but I have some thoughts. Um, (laughs) So, like, I don't know. So we've known each other probably for, like, three, four years. So always been in touch. I've been on your podcast before, like, back in the day. And you'll be back on again. Yes. Once I fix this spaceship. Well, I, uh, that, that's, that's a good spaceship. Well, I, um, 
I'll teach you some of the um some of my theater degree shit. Like I'll teach you how to do sound tech. Please do. Like please don't let my audio production degree go to waste. Please help me re- remember this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all good. So the Bravo podcasting community I find so fascinating because like and this is not shading anyone in particular. It's just my love you. What is that? I love, love, love ev- uh, I love everybody. Book me. I just have this vibe with it where it's like a lot of them were not the cool kids in high school. So mm. the podcast them podcasting about Bravo is kind of how they're living it. So a lot of them have like a very high school mentality. So you have someone like me who like just doesn't give a fuck. Plus I'm a professional drag queen and like performer yeah. and it just doesn't mix. They don't get how the industry actually is, which I just find hope. There's a few like you, there's a few others who are way more professional and a lot oh, of, thanks. yeah, but there's other ones. I'm like, what planet are we on? Like, I'm not doing a podcast on a fucking iPhone, con- like a <laughs> taped phone call. Like it's a podcast. <laughs> No, I totally get that. Like, I feel like, so yeah, definitely some people, they were never at the cool kids table. So now this is their cool kids yeah. table, which is great. Like, you know, like make your own path, be a trailblazer, beat to your own drummer. And um, I think it's cool. But yeah, it's like sometimes I think some people in that space will uh, get carried away and like make it more than what it is or what it needs to be. Like, you know, for example, it'll be, you know, like, let's say during a season of Beverly Hills and like, they'll all find like one person to have on the show and they'll rotate that guest out throughout everyone's shows. But then like, then like you never see that person again on the pod or it's like, you know, um, if the opinion of the public is not shared by the opinion of the podcasters, then it's like, you guys are stupid. You guys are racist. You guys are rich. You guys are bad. Oh, yeah. But you know, that sounds weird. Cause like, it really is like just you. So I think when people criticize and critique people's podcasts it's almost like you're criticizing the podcaster because it's them putting their stuff out there so it's like you know good with podcasting there's things that can be improved and in the bravo podcasting community it gets so heated sometimes like i thought we were gonna have fun yeah and that's the thing and and i've kind of had this where like i because i do my own booking and i know how to like book myself i mean i'm booked and blessed and and i noticed i would try to do it and it's like they don't know how that works and it's like hello you're getting a professional stand-up comic you're getting a a legendary drag queen like a kenny center honoree yes yes thank you yes people i forget my title half the time but yes i do have a title from the fucking kennedy center and it's like I really Check ran in, yes, I really like ran into that, and it's like, yeah, just because I'm in fucking Baltimore doesn't mean like, you know, I'm in Baltimore because the rent's cheap and I'm close to my family. I don't got to be in LA doing this shit. So yeah, it's like it's stuff like that. But you know, it, it's just it's interesting, and I've noticed that there's been a few like I'm fascinated right now by Ryan Bailey because he's really made the transition from like indie podcaster to like big time podcaster. Oh, I love him. Literally, after the first time I heard his first episode, I DM that man. I'm like, you're a star. Yes. And look at him. <laughs> like, I consider I him, him, like, the, a new generation of, like, Howard Stern. Like, it's, and it's just so fascinating because, like, he's even on other podcasts and he's talking about, like, you know. Well, the list. Yeah. And, like, how, like, he's not used to doing this stuff himself and how he's dealing with, like, professional podcasters and how they do stuff. And he's, like, commenting on it. I'm like, yes. Like, I'm so fascinated by that journey. So. Yeah. No, he literally just did Doty's podcast, Kristen Doty's podcast, our patron saint over here up in the 
Chris, Queen and, Kristen Doty. You know Kristen Doty, that painting I did of hers is going to be the cover art for this episode. I can't wait. That's amazing. Yes. And now he's literally right now on the way to the the following podcast is a Dear Media Productions. He's over. He's on his way to the Dear Media Studios right now to record an episode of Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Oh, I love Ah oh, Sheena Shea. Hi, I'm Sheena. She's my favorite. Every time I, she's the one Vanderpump person I do an impression of on stage, and people know yeah. who I'm fucking talking about. Normally, they're like Vanderpump. Who's that? And then I do that. Hi, I'm Sheena. I'm at Corner, and they're like, <laughs> Oh my God, there she goes. Or I love it when Cor- she's like crying and like I don't work this job. Like I need to go to my audition. Like oh my she god, is TV gold? She's good as gold, but she's reality TV gold. Yeah. Like honestly, I love my Bravo Taurus girlies. It's Sheena. It's Kim Zolciak Beerman. Oh, oh, we want to know some tea about Kim Zolciak right now. I just yeah. saw this. She's trying to sell her Chanel bags for like up to mark like thousands of dollars i'm like girl like how thirsty are you for fucking money like that's you know. funny she's my bag i'm kim zolciak yeah she's silly um i got karen huger on my roster luann de Lesseps, oh. alexa ola i have drew sedora mm. also um one of those summer house or winter house girls their birthday is in may too they're also a tourist but yeah i have a pretty good roster oh. i mean Teresa. i'm a Gem- i'm a may gemini though even better i i do enjoy a may and a june De- gemini yeah Ooh, i love it i love it all right so so you used to live in the dmv mm-hmm. now not you're now not which is interesting so like what are your thoughts on like dc gays i know that we have had this conversation but like dc gays there's just something like they're either really uppity and bougie and ridiculous or they're like at a club fighting at like 10 30 at night i find them overall bland yes. like i feel like their best days there are six yep. the best metal is our six i feel like there's a lack of personality there and they're just lacking flavor there's no flavor there's no mm-hmm. sauce there's no braise like you know like there's nothing like a new york city band there's there's nothing like a new york beep so <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ugh. Do you like so like you were in Baltimore a few times? Like a couple Baltimore, times, yeah. Baltimore gays are different. Like Baltimore just in itself, like has its own like I'm a Baltimore gay, like proudly. It's way more laid back and creative. And like we take being trashy and being kind of ridiculous. Like we're very flavored, but we're chill and laid back. We make it our culture. That's like John Waters. You guys definitely have flavor some riz there for sure like anytime i like had matches with anybody i was like definitely like immediately more interested by far than any of the dc gays like i don't know it just seemed very homogenous very guineiform very um color-coded in more ways than but like yeah so literally anytime i went out amongst the public of the dc gays i'm like mm, it's not giving now obviously it's not every single one because i did make friends down there that do fall into that group so shout out to the girls you know who you are i love 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 you guys but as a whole majority it's not giving it's not yeah, yeah. baltimore's where it's at and like i sent you my art film you can find on my website it's shot in east baltimore like in my hometown of havity like that was um a great club number one i mean your call back to the skinny Pina Colada was everything. The pineapple on the mouth. Pina Colada. Parasol will be proud. And I think you even mentioned Parasol too. But I'm getting to spend the day with you through that clip. It was so great. Like, what were your thoughts on it? Because, like, you understand that style of reality show. Like, you understand what, like, the editing was. But I put it together 
and you kind of saw the joke behind all of it. And plus, you got to see like the legendary Baltimore drag queens that like Baltimore has the yeah. best drag ever. No, that was great. I mean, you took us like to the art studio to behind the scenes. We got to see you actually paint and create was really cool. We got to see you shop it around. And then we got to see you flip back over, you know, um, to just, you know, the other versions of yourself. And, like, you were, like, behind the bar. You were making, carrying shots. You were backstage telling who you found them right in the audience. Like, you really took us through the whole journey, and it was really cool. Oh, I love it. I love it. That, like, that whole thing makes me so happy. But, oh, I love it. Yeah, so, do more. Please do. Oh, Melvin started meowing. So, cameo to Melvin. Hi, Mel. Hi, baby. He wants to go outside so bad. I think there's a cat outside, but (laughs) I don't know. There's cats in you. There's cats in space. I don't know. He loves it. Okay, so now we get that out of the way. Let's get into some gay football. Let's have some football talk about Bravo, the Real Housewives. You say Bravo? Yeah. My ear just. It's Bravo. Let's bitch. I need a bitch sesh. Like, I need one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, first up. Real Housewives of Potomac, our hometown ladies. I gotta say, this season is boring as fuck. Last season was boring. I do appreciate, because I am very big in the paranormal, I appreciate the voodoo witchcraft storyline. And I will say, they're getting it wrong. It's They're not putting something on a... They were saying a shrine. Yeah, no, um... NECA was saying that Dr. Wendy's mom is submitting names to shrines. Yeah. A shrine is grief witchcraft. It's what you use to grieve somebody. What they're thinking of is an altar. (laughs) Which All right. Well, good to know. Yeah. Because that's what they keep saying. I'm like, no, no. She's probably putting on an altar. That's a difference. Like, but Mm. I I find that fascinating. And I also think it's like, I wish that would happen on like Salt Lake City. Well, we had the first time on Beverly Hills, you know, the iconic Carlton Jebbia, aka Witchy Poo. Can she come back? Can she? I miss her. Only because that lady just unraveled and unhinged Kyle at any given moment. And honestly, Beverly Hills is at its best when we have an unhinged Kyle Richards. Like, an unhinged Kyle is a good Kyle. It's, it makes for the best seasons. Yes. I was like chilling out and just like, oh, you know, I'm just here having fun, guys. Like, it's so boring. But like, like when Kyle is actively losing her shit, it's, it's a good time. Oh, yeah. And, like, Carlton get, did that. Because Carlton mm-hmm. is a trashy British witch, which is the best. <laughs> is the best. All she, and, Kyle, and Kyle was upset. All she oh, yeah. was exactly. exactly. And then Kyle brought in Richard Ramirez, and I'm like, girl, bye. Like, Richard Ramirez is not a witch. Like, no one way. But back to our girls in Potomac. So I actually don't like that we're doing this storyline um, for a few reasons. One, it's, like, really... We're going to do this on the black show, number one. Like, we don't do that. We yes, really don't. Yes. And then, and then, two, to take that further, maybe that does happen in the Nigerian culture, but, like, let them explain that. Like, don't have Ashley, little, little Miss Light Skin, Light Bright Ashley, come on here and, like, cancel the same, put the two Nigerian dark skin women against each other. Because, like, I love how producers did keep cutting back to Ashley saying, oh, well, maybe it wasn't like that. I didn't mean to get, I didn't mean to say it like that. Like, she just. Ashley knew what she was doing. Yeah, I'm like this. This is not a good look. And then, like, I don't like how like they like distorted um, Doctor Wendy's mom's like very obviously like Christian Catholic prayer with like that weird music. It just feels icky. Like, and then like um this week's episode when they did um the flashback to saying that like um you know well Wendy's mom said something about Mia. Like, why? Like, why? <laughs> why are we doing this? Why are we going here? Exactly. There's so many other things we or. 
I don't like it. But I did like um, at the pickleball party with Mr. and Mrs. Pickle, Karen and Ray. Oh, with her camel toe. Her green <laughs> camel toe. When Bob bumped into the fence and the trace fell over and Kansas was like, this is the demons coming to get us. <laughs> <laughs> and really, it was just Juan being a, a douchebag. <laughs> at this point, maybe he is a demon. Like, I... I I I'd, I'd be terrified for Robin if she ever decides to like sage her house because who knows what who knows is going to be left. It might yeah. just be her. And the kid. Well, I mean, if she if she needs someone to come do some like cleansing, call me. <laughs> but um, but you know this like just from living in Maryland, these ladies are so geographically vastly apart from each other. It's <laughs> insane. Like I'm literally like they're driving. Like I'm trying to think. Dr. Wendy lives up and I think lives near Reisterstown, which is like. Northwest Baltimore, like been sometimes, yeah. yeah, like past Baltimore County and Carroll County. You get freaking mm-hmm. well. Mia used to live on Key Highway, right in the Inner Harbor, across the Visionary Art Museum. She moved to Potomac to that big house, rented house. Yeah, the rent, and now she's Wild. back in Bethesda. Of course, she tried to say North Bethesda. I'm like, bitch, it's North <laughs> Rockville is where Giselle lives. You live in fucking probably Silver Spring, Child. and then you get Ashley down in Arlington. You get Candace down in Upper Marlboro, down in PG County. I'm like, they're driving an hour and a half to see each other just to have random coffee at the the South Moon and Sea Clothing Store in the Stop Shopping Mall in North in Bethesda. I'm like, this is some bullshit. But literally, as well as wild as it is, they're not wrong. There actually is a very like DMV relationship. Like you live in Prince George's County, your friend lives in Montgomery County, your other friend lives in Howard County, one friend lives in Virginia. So as well as it is, it's actually kind of it geographically the region. Because like I mean, I live up. In, I live in East Baltimore, so it's like you know, and I my sister lives down in Laurel, so it's like I'm back. It's that is very a real thing about the DMV, but. And they always have continuity issues. Have you noticed that? Though, like the yeah. most the most recent one, they're the one dude's picking or the one girl's picking up her man from in the scrubs from DCA or yes. Reagan Airport, and then they show him going up the GW Parkway, and then they show him on ninety five back to the GW Parkway, then back to actual ninety five, and I'm like, this is a fucking mess. I'm like, the continuity. Can we get some like editing for this? Like, this is not right. They're too busy focusing on the witchcraft, which is like, stop trying to make fetch happen. Like, we're not doing this, guys. Yeah, we're really not. It's not. If, uh, they, I will, I do say, I do want them to have a witch on Salt Lake City. Like, can you imagine Mary Cosby that, trying to deal with a witch? Which, oh my, oh, oh, I would love, oh, that, that would like, be that's some. That's some, mm, that's, ugh, that's amazing. So, well, you know, we honestly, we might be on our way, because I distinctly remember last season of Salt Lake, um, it was the choir episode. In the very beginning, you know how, like, they'll show, like, shots of, like, the street? They flashed over a church, like, a church-looking building, but in the, like, window of the church was a pentagram. I'm like, huh. Oh. Interesting. Oh. That, ooh, there we, that, we need that. We need that. All right, ad break. I gotta pay for all this damn coffee I'm drinking and tea I'm spilling. It's me, Zenobia, darling. So, as many of you know, I'm more than just a podcaster, stand-up comic, and drag queen. I'm also a very accomplished painter and photographer, and you can check it all out on ZenobiaDarlingCreative.com. I have an art blog on there sponsored by the Harford County Cultural Arts Board. And just all my paintings, photography, you get podcast stuff. I have an art film that premiered in September that you can buy on there too. So make sure you check it out. It supports me, supports the podcast. All right, so let's get back to the podcast. Back to our girls here. I'm really, I'm actually really enjoying this season. Um, only part I don't like is like the clear divide, how it's like, you know, 
Uh, Karen, Dr. Wendy, and Candace, and then the other side is the Green Eye Bandits, Mia, and now Aneka, and Roller Derby. Like, the fact that we had to spend, like, three scenes in Ashley's little sea shanty was oh, ridiculous. God. Mm. That was from season one. I'm glad they flashed back to that, because I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this feels too familiar. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be there five years ago. Like, please. And then you want to know what I spotted this seat, this episode? She was what? wearing an Ashley Darby necklace, like a Carrie Bradshaw necklace. Okay. And I'm like, you're still with that. You're still with that creep, you know, who's using the MGM National Harbor as his personal fuck pad. And I and all those men use that that building as their personal fuck pad. I mean, that is yeah. a known thing in the DMV. And it's like, I, pff, bye, girl, bye. Go get a hot man. Go get your pussy, you know, pounded by some decent dick. <laughs> I mean, well, we had it. We had it when it was her and Luke. Who I want to say, I've done like a bit of a 180 on Luke. I used to really can't stand him, but over mm-hmm. time, I found he's shown to be like, you know, the person he says he is, which seems like nice and just chill. And then very recently, I met him out um, while I was at an event, and he was like the nicest guy. He was so chill. And he I've is heard actually. That from, from people in the community before. Yeah, he's actually very handsome in person. So, like, I get why the ladies are, you know, falling over him so don't like his whole thing with sierra because she was very young at the time and he was like already like way into his 30s so like what are you doing like like this 21 year old but um you know now in person does he have a big dick can you tell i couldn't tell i you know honestly i couldn't stop looking away from like his face he has such like a great smile it's 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 spellbinding but uh speaking of uh great smiles it was recently brought to my attention that Jason, this is not his first foray on, you know, trying to get onto a show. I heard that he was on Siesta Key dating, I think, the girl Alexis. Oh and my then God. <laughs> I wonder how he tried to get with Lindsay, and now he's with Giselle. So I feel like Giselle and Jason, they've agreed. Like, I feel like they have a contract, you know, like, we're just going to hang out on camera. Will they, won't they? I'll get paid, you'll get paid. Because he wants to be on TV. This is her job, job. So yeah. I feel like it's a situation of convenience they happen to like get along they happen to sleep together but i think i think they both know it's a business agreement obviously like robin and Juan, yeah. like robin knows she's like this man's not gonna change this is who he is i'll ask him on camera here and there hey what do you think about this not even saying you know that's how she feels or how she doesn't but like it's very obvious that you know eight years into this game everyone's got a system and they're trying to work their systems of course they are because they're i mean they might have hooked up a few times and i mean he's a good looking dude but i'm like yeah this is so, this is so produced. This is so opportunistic. Like, Literally, I, just, the door. I wish Robin and Giselle would be friends of. I wish that they would just be together. Cause then, you know, Vince storyline secured. Imagine. Yeah, that's like, true. It's a lesbian relationship. Oh, God, that would be perfect. And I miss, oh, I gotta look at, we'll get into that in a little bit. <laughs> but <laughs> so let's finish Potomac talking about Robin, because yeah. as much as Robin is, kind of a mess this season i have to say she really is a real housewife of baltimore like she reminds me so much of many of my baltimore friends because she's like kind of sleepy chill laid back she probably smokes weed like a chimney like many of us do but you come for her and she'll cut a bitch real quick and i'm like i appreciate that living in hanover near arundel mills mall (laughs) i'll say the last seasons robin has definitely gotten more acclimated and activated to her job as a real housewife um funny funny fact funny fact she said um on her podcast she doesn't smoke she doesn't like it she doesn't like feeling high so allegedly she's not smoking oh, she definitely allegedly. enjoys 
she enjoys a drink here and there, but I I would say I've enjoyed Robin in the last three seasons that I have the entire time that she's been on the show. Because, yeah, I think she finally understands, like, okay, like, this is the job, this is what I need to do. Um, like, I love how, like, you know, she has no time for Karen at all, ever. I find that hilarious. Like, <laughs> just not interested. And speaking of Karen really quick, the friend shake, the friend handshake, that was hilarious. It reminded oh, me of, God. like, mm-hmm. when, back in the day when she had, like, Giselle on ice, and she's like, oh, no, you can't come to my house. Leave it at the door. Drop the cookies off. Her whole, her whole little interaction with Mia, I find that so funny, but also very realistic. Yeah, because sometimes when people like you know when they cut you a little too deep, you gotta you know push them back. Um, but what do you think about the conversation Mia and her had in the park? Because it didn't sound like you know Karen said you were lying. She's like, just stop telling my business. Like that's the vibe I got from that conversation. Oh yeah, totally. Because I think it's more of like I think Juan did cheat, but I think they have a pack mm-hmm. where it's like don't embarrass me. Like that's a very con- yeah. like if you go back to like Luann and the Count, the Count like Luann mm-hmm. said don't embarrass me. The same thing with um with um, a Tom too. Yeah, with Tom, Tom, it was like don't embarrass me. I feel like that's the thing. So they're saying one thing on camera, but I think they're like yeah he did, but like let's not talk about it. Yeah, because then that becomes a whole six-week arc that no one really wants to get into. Yeah, and I do think it's shitty that Robin waited until after the season was over to come out with it on her freaking podcast. Like, I think that should have been... She should have been... That was so funny. She was like, I was waiting for her to bring it up. (laughs) Like, it's like you... I feel like that she should have been demoted for that just for this season like kind of like when Portia and candy fought or no Portia and kenya fought and Portia sat out Mm -hmm. a season like as punishment that should have happened to robin but robin's coming back and i i want her to fight somebody like i want her to get like remember with the umbrella with monique and ashley (laughs) i want that robin back like that baltimore bitch to come out (laughs) Mm. oh and then candace so i you know drive back is some good fuck music hey um my girl as you know, I've been on the road with her pretty much since she started with the music. You know, the album came out in 2021. And I gotta say, I think I've seen her live like maybe nine or ten times now. Like, I've gone to pretty much every live show she's done. Because she's the best. And she gets better every time. When I saw her this summer um, in City Winery in New York City, it was back in August. She ate that. Like, it's a full show now. It's choreo. It's lights. It's the dancers. It's like live vocals. Like, the mic is on. Yeah. Like, it's it's a good time. Um, funny enough, that night I saw in August, um, the first show had gotten sold out, and then she added a second like late night show. So I had gotten tickets to the late night show, and then I met up with my friends um, Joanne and Jaquita, and they knew someone who had an extra ticket, so I got to go to the first show. So I saw her twice, and so once I knew what the show was after the first time, I'm like, oh my god, the second one, I'm going off. And tell tell <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking tell you, I was out of my seat the entire time, screaming, dancing in the corner, just like getting my life. Like Candace puts on such a great show. No, she's a performer. She- I remember when there's you can probably go back on my old YouTube channel. And I actually review the video for Drive Back. And I even said, like, she has that performer thing where she's, they did, they didn't have the budget to shut down the street. So they're in a street in Southwest DC. And she's mm-hmm. like dancing. And it's kind of awkward, like, to think about it. But that's how a professional performer has to be. And she did that. And I was like, she's a performer. Like, there's that level per- of technicality and that, like, pushing through that awkwardness to deliver that she did. And I- that's why I'm like, she's going to do good. She said she's always wanted to um, do music. And she's like, all right, praise like, God, help me find a way to do this music. Like, help me find my platform. And then, like, in the last few years, you know, like, with saying that prayer, the show fell into her lap. So... It's crazy. Like, you know, our friend Kim was not lying. When Kim Zosiak Beerman said acts believe receive, she wasn't lying. Yeah. I mean, it's better than Melissa Gorga. Ooh. 
You know what? That's the one thing I will give Migo credit for. Migo will always get credit for On Display. Everything else... On Display and Rockstar are actually are two of my favorite Bravo bangers. Oh my god. And then, um... And Melvin, wanna... my cat, loves On Display. I always sing it to him. Oh, I love that. Oh, okay, let's... Let's move on to, to New York City, because you're in New York. I'm a New York... Yes. It's my Spotify wrapped playlist that I was a New Yorker at heart. Uh, I'm like... Damn. Yes. So I love. I I I kind of want to talk about the reboot just because I hated it. I hate Jenna Lyons. I think she's a boring lesbian. Um, but we'll get into that in a minute. But catching up on Legacy, I miss Dorinda. I miss Dorinda. I recently saw Dorinda at the Pink Taco in Times Square. She was doing a meet and greet with Teresa, Mm. and I gotta say, Dorinda looks good. She does. I love Dorinda. Yeah. She's she, she she's a cool girl. First time I met Dorinda was 2017. It was St. Patrick's Day, and I had went to St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City because it was also Ash Wednesday. And so I'm getting in line to get my ashes. And the way it was set up that day, they had like three doors open, so you can you could enter a church from like three separate doors. So I go in, get in the line, and as we start inching towards the middle, the line splits up. So as you like go to the middle, like you would see the person next to you coming in from the other line. So I get to the middle, I turn around because I'm like, where's the line going? And Dorinda's behind me. So she has a whole conversation with me. I get to tell her how much I love her. And I'm like, Dorinda, I'm like, I know season's about to start. Do you have any quotes, any, any big lines? Like I made nice. It was, this was right before season nine. And she goes, oh, she's like, yeah, she goes, she goes, so I have an interaction with someone and they ask me how I'm doing. And then I say, I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not, Not well, well, bitch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, well, bitch, and she did the little arm thing. I'm like, oh, I've I've done that to someone, but I like when I was at Towson, the little like a lot of the actors knew. Like there was mm-hmm. one girl that pushed me, and that started coming out, and I was, and they were like, oh, Derek's about to pop off, like he did. I was like, ooh, I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. God, I love her. And then she was like, oh my god, I just cursed in church. I'm like, no, no, it's fine. God will forgive you. You made it nice. It's okay. And so then we took a picture and we got our ashes. It was such a nice meeting. Yeah. So Dorinda is a well coming out you know, for Christmas. I always do like the solo espresso shot episodes. So for mm-hmm. the the Christmas one, I recapped the Berkshire December County where uh, she did that iconic meltdown where she's like, "I am ashamed of you guys. You know, I cooked, I clean, I made it nice. I'll go you- home. I'll go <laughs> home." <laughs> Also, it wasn't behave, but Dave. If you can't behave, then you'll all go home. And she's like, she had a bot, a big Costco bottle of Belvedere that she's trying to open, and she's like accenting it. And <laughs> that whole episode, like, I forgot how crazy it was. Uh, literally, Jules is like, so my dad is crying, and the man's like, can you believe what she said to me? Can, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Can you believe? I can't believe what she's talking. Meanwhile, her thog's hanging out, and she's smoking a Virginia Slim Ultralight. Jules <laughs> is like. I'm not sure he's going to make it tonight. She's like, I just can't believe what Bethany said. I mean, wait, but can, can, you, can did you hear her? Did you hear what she said to me? Like, her dad's dying. Literally. <laughs> and, like, like Bethany what? was on some type of, like, um, I don't know if it was Adderall or allegedly, allegedly. Right, because it was all, all. Like, it was all. It was also mentioned at all. Like, she got nuts. Like, Bethany was nuts. And Sonia wasn't there to get her, because she was, she was right. banned. Because that. They told her. 
out. Yeah. Yeah. Like that episode will be out on Christmas, but like I watched it from the episode before to the episode afterwards. Cause you have to see the whole arc. Cause there's such a buildup and then Dorinda just blows. Right. Cause you know, they fucked with her mom's kick and she's like, no, you don't mess with Diane's kick. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. She's like, knock it off, Luann. Knock it off. This, my mother bought me this cake. <laughs> I miss our girls, but you know what? God is good. Cause where are they on Peacock? So we can have both. We're getting them we back. can celebrate. Getting them back. <laughs> we can celebrate the new girls and we can remember the old girls. And also the old girls are coming back in like less than a week, December 11th. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, like, it's fine. Everyone's fine. You get your old, you get your new, you get your, you get your new old, and then you're going to get your new new. Yeah. Like, can we talk about Uber? Uber Hots, Uber Eats? I love it. I have the hot sauce. It's not in my fridge. It's in my work fridge. But, like, I love her hot sauce. It's actually really it's good. It's actually good. Because <laughs> that's one thing, like, I remember, I would, because I like things, like, super spicy. Like, I never, I'm glad that you're getting, like, spicier, and she, I'm glad her hot sauce is good. It's good. It's sold in sets of three you can't just buy one sauce so you have to have all three so she has three she has like a verde like a mild sauce then she has her like hot salsa sauce and then the flaming hot so she says you're like inspired by our country of somalia so like the green is like emerald the red is ruby yeah the red is ruby and then the yellow is i think she called it like morganite or tanzanite and yeah but they're good and what, what i find interesting is because it says refrigerate after opening in the fridge, they kind of, like, solidify. Yeah. So you have to kind of put it out. But once you, like, put it on, like, your plate, it, like, melts. So I think it's kind of cool how it stores and keeps. I definitely like the green one the most. I put it on veggies and pasta. The red one, I like on, like, I guess salmon because I don't eat meat. But, like, I ima- I imagine that would taste good on, like, uh, like, a lamb chop or, like, steak, the red one. Mm-hmm. And the yellow one is actually too hot for me. I actually don't use the yellow one at all. <laughs> See, that's probably the one I would use because I'm, like, you know, dousing on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Uba did a really good job. Yeah. Well, I this new se- I feel like they need another season. I want Jenna Lyons gone though. I don't like her at all. I I, well, I just don't. I'm good. Like our friend, she's a lesbian. Maybe just not on Ozempic. Like, is that what you want? Do you want do you want Jenna Lyons to start Ozempic? I mean, I just want her. I want her to give something. She just. I'm just over it. Like, and I don't. And this is what pisses me off. Is give us so much side boob. Yeah, she gives us. She's boring, but. She and she's like withholding. Like, why can't we see her her partner? Like, you signed up for a reality show. You need to deliver. That shit pisses me off. That's a lazy housewife. She needs to go. And she's not the first lesbian housewife. The only the best lesbian housewife, and we're gonna side note on Miami right now, is Julia, who's married to Martina. That is a lesbian I want to see. So fair. Um, no, I'm I'm definitely enjoying Judith. I mean, the house, the clothes, the fashion. And, like, her just being very fish out of water in that whole environment. But you're right. It actually is kind of weird because, just like Salt Lake City, Roni is now the second show where, like, you sign up knowing you're going to be a housewife. So, yes. I, like, I, I can see, like, you know, the expectation being where it's at and why it is. And speaking of, so, I want to say I had the hardest time, as did many of us, getting to know Cy. Um, You know, it's... We couldn't really get a read on her. But I decided to, you know, because I want to be fair, too. I decided to spend some time... So over the last couple of weeks, like late October into November, I found Sai's podcast. It's very short. She has like 30 minute episodes. There's only like 15 of them. So I listened to all of her episodes and I'll say she's exactly the same on the podcast as she is on the show. So I guess she just is this person, you know, like whatever this is, 
It's actually who I, she I is. Liked, she was one of the ones I like Sai and I like um I I still don't know their names a lot. The one girl who works with Eric, the real estate dude, is like I like her. The Aaron. One, Aaron and who's the oh god, I I don't even know. So it's Sai. Aaron, Jessel, Brynn, Uba, and Jenna. Brynn. I love Brynn because she gives me, like, updated Sonia Morgan vibes, which I like. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Jenna can go. The the girl who's from London, she can be a friend of. Jessel. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wish they would, like, I wish they would fold in some of Legacy Roni as, like, friends of or, like, invite them to parties and stuff. You know what? So I actually have a dream reboot cast. I think it should have been Zalia Banks. Kat Marnell. Oh my god. Gigi Gorgeous, Lindsay Hubbard, and Amanda Batula, with friends of being Paige, um, Leah, because you know she knows Leah. And Tinsley. No, knows- we gotta have Tinsley back. I miss Tinsley. Okay, Tinsley. Alright, Tinsley. So yeah, seven apples. So yeah, Lindsay Hubbard, Amanda Batula, Tinsley, Gigi Gorgeous, Kat Marnell, and Azalea Banks. Oh my god. Azalea Banks, I mean, it's- <laughs> that bitch is nuts. I love her. I love it. No, that is oh, and can we have Kristen Doty? Can she do a transplant? Because Kristen Doty to me needs to be in New York. Or yeah, she's yeah, she's friends with Lizzie, so that that works. Oh, that'll be yeah, that oh, I want, but no, I definitely had fun with the season because you know I give everyone grace, like we like we said, and so I'm I'm sure now that they've had the experience, they'll be able to come back with it. But really quick, so Uba is dating. We we have uncovered us internet Bravo sleuths because you know if okay. we're nothing else. We are the FBI. We are private investigators. But um, she's dating Oliver Daschle. When I heard that, I'm like, wow. I've not heard that man's name in like 85 years. Wait a minute. <laughs> where do I know that name from? Um, I, Honestly, I forget. I forget why we know him, but we know him. Wow. And he he's worth some money, too. Good for her. Yeah. I want yeah. her to date like a uh, like Nigerian prince. Like I want her to get some like rich African money, like... African royalty, big dick energy, like get pounded by that. Like that's what I want for her. All she has to do is call Sonya because remember, Sonya Sonya owns the Nigerian football yes. team. So yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, so let's get into Miami a little bit because I already mentioned it. So are you watching Miami? Miami's like the best. Yes, my green eye bandits of Miami, Alexia Marisol. Well, Marisol love, needs love, to get her damn moles checked. She looks like she's been out with a tannin oil on the pool too much, and her little cockies, like girl, bye, <laughs> bye. Thank Go to the dermatologist. You got melanoma. <laughs> oh, no. But you know what? At least, at least Marisol got rid of the blink up. That's very true. We have I that. Mean, Let's celebrate that. <laughs> I can't, I can't knock her for being the branding queen. And Larsa is the fucking worst. I will say, I love to hate her. She's awful. She's a villain. But I love her on TV. When she sat down at that lunch with Gertie, and Gertie goes, so, I have cancer. She goes, what? What do you mean? How do you know? Who told you? I fucking screamed. <laughs> I was dying. Well, I mean, I think that was a real, she's like, wait a minute, What? what? And then I love how, how production you know? was like six hours later, literally six hours please, later. Uh, please don't tell anyone. And yet, six hours later, she's telling everyone she could find. She probably told the mailman when he dropped the mail. She probably told the the, the fucking Domino's she delivery man. She probably tried to tell Kim Kardashian, but that bitch got her blocked. <laughs> I was watching, I got my mom watching Potomac and I got my mom watching Miami. And my mom's like, does Larsa Pippen want like the asses of like the Potomac ladies, but like it's not right like like she clearly got a bbl whereas they have like a natural nice ass and i'm like oh my god mom i was like nice way to shade larsa and her bbl <laughs> you know what? so larsa kim kardashian literally everyone that you can think of in that little group you know who they all actually want to look like larsa kim kardashian 
Chloe. They all want to look like Maria Menounos. That's what I want to look like. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, like, Larsa clearly went to the same plastic surgeon as all of them. They all said, see that? That girl who's doing newbie? I want that. Yeah, and the thing is, though, is since she was on the first season of Housewife 10 years ago, like, every time they say, oh, no, I I haven't had work done. I just work out and I'm athletic. They always kept back, and I'm like, bitch, you have a body transplant. You had a body and a head transplant. You look different. She's like, no, I work out and I gain some weight. Are you serious to me? Like, are you bitch, serious? You are so. Oh my gosh, I love Jeez. it. I love it. Miami just like it's the best. I will say, I'm waiting for um, I'm waiting for Nicole's house of cards to fall. I don't think sh- her house of cards is going to fall. Her husband, he's into some sh- shadiness. Like there's there's some fishiness going on there, and I'm like tick yeah. tick tick. It's coming. It's coming. That house of cards or what? What did that uh, Melbourne housewife say? The drag queen one. That deck of cards is coming down yeah. or something. Oh yeah, she did. Um. So yeah. I was not always the biggest Dr. Nicole fan because, you know, she came from my girl, Alexia, and I'm such an OG head. Like, I don't want anyone coming from my OGs. Like, I like if you do it, I automatically won't like you, especially if you're new, because it says, like, oh, okay, you're coming for the star, trying to be thirsty. But I will say that so far this season, I'm definitely, you know, more open to Dr. Nicole. Um, but what I'm not open to is Lisa bringing that man around her kids. Like, yes. <laughs> And then letting them call him uncle. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what is happening? Like, poor He's Lisa. Wild. Poor Lisa. I've Lenny is an asshole. He's a fucking piece of shit. I hate him. But at the same time, I'm like, Lisa, Lisa, come on. Like. Wild. She's fucking wild. She lo- you know who she looks like? She Ooh. looks like Amanda Lepore. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say Roger the Alien in a wig because I can see that too. Oh, no, I can see that but- too. At the end of the day, Lisa's winning because um, there was an article came, that came out saying that Jody is helping Lisa pay half of her rent and like the place they're on together. And then, you know, Lenny's doing child support. So if you think about it, Lisa has two men paying her rent. Good for and her. And we can't even get a text back. I know, I know. And she she comes from Vegas. Like, she was a Vegas cocktail waitress. Which uh, I'm like... I'm like, where have we heard that storyline before? But at the same time, I appreciate it. Like, Lisa, and and I love it because you can taste the cigarette on her mouth when she's like, hi, I'm Lisa. I'm like, God, I'm like, can we see her smoking on camera? I just, I love Housewives smoking, and it's like, I know that bitch chain smokes. I mean, I feel like, have we seen Meredith smoke a cigarette? I feel feel like we've seen Meredith smoke a cigarette. I think she, she does. She clearly does. Yeah. But I wonder, can we see that? Will we see that? I mean, I'm, I'm surprised like, it hasn't happened yet, especially last season. When she's like, Lenny, Lenny, oh, the, oh that, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. All <laughs> but right. I'm having fun. I'm having fun with my aunt. Oh, what do you think about um, Alexia buying Larsa and Marcus a couple's toilet where they can poop together? <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm the type of, like, I'm dating a guy, or not dating, we're kind of talking, and we just went away together, and, like, one thing I said to him afterwards, I was like, I appreciate that I didn't know when you shit and you didn't fart in front of me. Like, I hate that. So, like, I don't understand that. Alexia's like, what? She's like, I don't mind. She's like, I like it. I'm like, please, please don't say that, ma'am. Please don't no, say that. No, no. Like, bathroom time is private time. Like, yeah. door shut. I like a sound barrier. Like, we're good. Literally. Like, I don't want to know about you shitting. You're not going to know about me shitting. Like, I, that, yeah, that annoyed me. Because I'm like, and you know, Adriana does the same thing, too. 
oh my god she's like guys i'm a little bit flashlight i'd be mad too you're like we're like girl yeah, like, we're, we're in, in a fucking, fucking bus there's no windows there's nowhere to go like take some take some gas x or a beano whatever the fuck it is like i would be it's, pissed too i would be pissed and she's so fucking thirsty like and you know they're never gonna make her full-time housewife and she's gonna no. keep trying every fucking season you know what i feel like if she can maybe somehow you know get um camila cabello to pop up maybe maybe they'll consider because you know now you know alexia i mean not alexia adriana is the queen of miami music so oh of course she is oh okay so let's get into like let's get into like the end the super bowl of bravo not my favorite see not my favorite franchise but it's the most we're hostiles everly hills we got some stuff to talk about we do we do we do how are you feeling about this season so far I am enjoying it specifically all Sutton scenes with Jennifer Tilly. Like that's her friend. That's really I, cool. Yeah, friend. they're legitimately friends. I will say Sutton's growing on me. Yeah, uh, like a pimple. Um, and Dorit's <laughs> Dorit's getting on my last and final, my last and final nerve. I don't like her uh, brunette. I want her blonde. Actually, okay. Actually, I do like brunette Dorit. It's just her attitude right now, but it's getting on my last nerve. No, that too. Uh, I'm definitely enjoying uh, this new side of Erica, even though I'm even though I'm not sure if it's new. I like I don't know if it's just like you know the next phase of her act. And then of course, like I said at the start of this podcast, I love an unhinged Kyle Richards. An unhinged too. Kyle makes for a happy samaj. So yes, same. well, I will say I miss Rena just because Rena is like one of my number one housewives. I mean, she's my drag mom. Were you you remember right. that Twitter thing where I was like, "Can you be my drag mom?" And she's like, "Yes." And then she did a bunch of claps on it. I was like, "Oh my god, I love." And like, Rena is bigger than the show, which I appreciate. I like these housewives that are bigger and like they can leave, and they're still fucking Lisa Rena. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean now she's on American Horror Stories. I which I love. I love. I want her. So do you to, like? Do you like American Horror Stories better than American Horror Story, or do you like Story better than Stories? I like she's the on Stories story. because this. I stopped watching American Horror Story at, after like the fifth season with Gaga because I just it got it just the storylines fall apart halfway through. They lost. The, they lost the plot for sure. And I'm like, yeah, but and I miss Kim Richards too. That's oh my god. Okay, so recently they were all at Kathy's house. Kathy, Kim, Kyle, and Morgan Wade. They oh were god. all, and Kathy said Morgan Wade gave her a tattoo. Of course, yeah, that was on Watch What Happens Live. It would not right, surprise okay. me. It would not fucking surprise me. I'm like, you know, and Kim's probably like, oh, no, I can't. I can't. I just, I miss Kim Richards, like, chaotic, dark, alcoholic meth energy. Like, I just, I it, Beverly Hills needs it because it makes Kyle get very real. And it yes. also has a nice juxtaposition because Beverly Hills, it's beautiful, sunny L.A. Boom, darkest storylines ever. You're getting suicide, abuse, drug addiction, mob deaths, like, shit like that. I'm like, that's what I want in Beverly Hills. Um, and they definitely had a great start to the season. Bird Woman, like, that was amazing. Ooh. I love watching them hash it out in front of Bird Woman. No, that was the best. It was a really good time. I will say, Erica Jane, I, I've never been an Erica person. I hate Erica Jane. Really? I think Start. she is a thirsty bitch. I think she's a nasty person. I think she's culturally appropriating drag culture, which really pisses... Most... Like, the thing about the Real Housewives with drag culture is, yes, they yeah. are drag queens, but there's a fine line to being, like, kind of campy in a drag way and just straight-up copying drag queens. And Erica straight-up copies drag queens. 
we can't blame her. We have to blame Mikey Minden. That's true. Well, you don't hear some backstory about, I got, I heard some drag tea about Erica. The drag community has completely turned on Erica and they hate her. Like Willem Belli <laughs> and Alaska Thunderfucks podcast. Willem came out yeah. and was like, Erica is not a nice person. She gets rude Ooh. to shampoo people. She's rude to people. She's nasty. Oh yeah. She's a cunt. Like they hate her. And I'm like, I, that's how I've always felt. Wow. I mean, well, shout out to you for being vindicated and validated. Yes. Um, I want to see where we go as season, as the season progresses. Like, I'm loving all the airtime again with Crystal. Crystal's funny. I feel like people don't realize how funny Crystal is. Like, that scene at her home at Rob, the way she was looking at that man when he was telling her, I think you're jealous of, of like, literally any woman in your brother's life. She, he's like, you want to be his number one. Like, the way she was looking mm-hmm. at him, she goes, Shut like, Crystal, yes, please. Like, tell this man to leave, to leave you alone. And also, I, Erica, this season with the trying to have basic human empathy storyline. I'm like, bitch, you're a fucking sociopath. Like, let's let's call it what it is. You're a sociopath. You are a nasty bitch. You don't care about anyone but yourself. And like, you know, you were married. Like, my grandfather always said water seeks its own level. And what did Erica marry for 30 years? Tom Girardi, which we all know that whole thing, which, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know what's funny? So, like, a couple years ago, and it's, it's part of the reason why I stopped watching Beverly Hills until now. Um, one, the show was getting increasingly dark, but specifically on Erica, one night I had a nightmare where, like, it was, I want to say, like, maybe, like, 20 years into the future, give or take, and I was in a zoo-turned, like, mental asylum, or maybe it was, like, both. Like, maybe, like, the mental asylum became a zoo. But anyways, <laughs> I, I this. <laughs> I up room with like I was like escorted into a room with like with like with, like an orderly and like the, and like oh there she is and like Eric Harvest somewhere here to see you and like she was watching a TV and they were like you know like it was like um like a terrarium there were like trees around like you know, like 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 jungle style zoo style trees and she was watching TV on like an old TV like a, like antenna and I can't I can't remember like what was on the TV but then like um we kept like calling her like Erica Erica and then like she turned around and she had like a weird look on her face kind of like a sad kind of like it was like frozen on her face and then like she just stared at us until we left and it was obvious like okay like something happened to her so like I I don't know what the I don't know what all that means but I'm like this is all very dark I don't want to watch this anymore no, so that, I didn't watch that's I didn't watch right. it that's yeah, about because, right with her mm. I didn't watch 11 or 12 I'm like this is dark this is too dark yeah I Erica just like I mean and like Aaron Brockovich, like I have an episode coming out in a in a little bit up with where I had my friend watch Aaron Brockovich, and I like go into Erica's co- and Tom's connection to Aaron Brockovich. But it's like yeah. I, the whole level of just political corruption that that whole scandal uncovered, I feel like people are glossing over, and just like yeah. Erica is not a good person. Over us with the law judges, like that was that was a network of lies. Yes, and then you got Gavin Newsom on Watch What Happens Live saying, "Oh yeah, they're my biggest donors," and I'm like, "There we go." Like, th- why is no one else talking about this craziness? Like, honestly, that's the public for you. We always go for the wrong thing. Oh, yes. We always pick the wrong girl, the wrong side. Yeah. It'll be our downfall. Of um, being Garcelle's conversations with her sons. Um. And on that, like, I do enjoy, but like, the one son does feel encouraged to speak up because, yeah, like, you know, as we, I'm sure you can relate, our parents never knew, like, what we were going through or how we actually felt because we never felt comfortable to say it. So I like seeing that evolution of the parent child relationship. 
But then I'm like, why are you talking to your mom like this? <laughs> exactly. That's talking- why I am too. I'm like, if I said that to my mom, I'm like, she would hit me. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you. But at the same time, I do appreciate that. And I like Garcelle, and I think she's a good housewife. Yeah. And I, I like this kind of like storyline where like you are parenting people in the public eye. And it's like, you know, and you have some messiness in your past and you're navigating it. And I definitely think her sons are better than like Rena's daughters or like Yolanda <laughs> Foster's daughters. Gigi, <laughs> my love. Oh, yeah. Gigi, my love with the lemons. God, I do miss Yolanda on the housewives. Me too. I really do. But no, like, I'm happy to see that. Only thing I didn't like about Garcelle in the last episode was that she had Larsa at her movie party. Oh, what the hell was that? Uh, I, I, was just, I was like, why is this bitch coming on this show now? Like, bro. <laughs> and you know what else I'm fucking tired of? Teddy Mellencamp just being on uh, TV. She showed up on OC last season, and then she was at BravoCon. I'm like, get the fuck off the screen. I don't want to see that, that boring bitch that promotes eating disorders. I don't want to see it. We can't. We can't. We can't get rid of her. Like, I she just won't go away. Literally it's, is a fungus. She... It's a plague. She's a plague. And, and, I, a plague. and um, I have a serious journalistic question. You know, I'm an arts journalist, an arts writer. I have a serious arts question for you. Name them. It, is Morgan eating Kyle's pussy? That's what everyone wants to know. What are you... We need to talk facts. <laughs> I'm going to say not yet. I feel like Kyle's definitely smitten mm-hmm. with Morgan for whatever reason, for whatever that's worth. But one thing about Kyle... I don't see her actually going all the way through with it. Like, it'll be playful, like, you know, in name only. Like, I don't see her actually getting down to business yeah, I don't, and doing I think she's a lipstick lesbian. I don't think she's actually going to eat pussy. I don't. I think, if anything, no. I think Morgan will eat her, Kyle's pussy, but I don't, um, I don't think Kyle will reciprocate. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's flirty. It's a brush of the shoulder. It's, you know, a little kiss on the cheek. It's, you mm. know, a brush behind the air. But I don't think Kyle's ever going to, like, you know, like, Go for it. And I think she has, like, a rush about it. Like, I feel like she, like... It, it, you can tell it's making her, like, kind of... Get the Zaza Zoo, as Carrie Bradshaw would say. <laughs> Wait. You know, uh, Marisa's too busy doing, I don't know, literally anyone or anything else, so... Well, I mean, how many times have we heard rumors that Mo has been cheating? I mean, if he wants to call me up, I mean, I'm down. You want to have Zenobia? I'm down. Can I have your Amex, though? But, you know... I mean, he's got to, you know, take the next flight out to space. Exactly. Like, I can I can come pick him up and we can start an agency on Saturn where I live. <laughs> the light is giving me a spaghetti strap. That's crazy. Do you see that? The light is flashing on my neck. And that is pretty funny. Oh. <laughs> I'm a little distracted by that. But no, um, it's been very fun to watch um, them interact with each other. The tattoo. She's like, love bean. That's too many tattoos. She's like, I'm, she's like, I'm going to get what I want. <laughs> Uh, He's like, that's too- and you know she's just trying to do it to rub it in her face, rub it in his face. Yeah. And like, uh, you know who I really want to see on Beverly Hills, and we share this, Jackie Christie. Yes. Oh my god. Yes, I love that bitch. I've been watching Basketball Wives this new season, and I, <laughs> Jackie's medicated. She's not delivering old school Jackie. You can definitely tell. I think she's might have been to therapy. She's on some good meds. Mm. But I'm, I'm I'm so Evelyn's back. This new girl's out of her fucking mind. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. And I'm like, I, ugh. And I just want Jackie, I want Jackie on Beverly Hills. Like, I want to see more black excellence on Beverly Hills. I want to see Jackie on there. Because I feel like Jackie also has evolved past basketball wives, if that makes sense. Oh, no. 
perfect. She's definitely evolved past it, but I only want Jackie Crispy on if they're going to bring back Lisa Renna because I need to battle all the husbands because you know we can't talk about Doug and we know we can't talk about Harry. So could you imagine them like, oh, let's talk about the husbands. Oh, don't talk about my husband. What about your husband? Like, I would just love to have a battle of the husbands. Jackie oh Christie and Lisa Renna in the battle of the husbands. That is, uh, or like, can we have Jackie Christie on like, like, I really want to do an ultimate girls trip of just villains. And I Reality want Jackie stuff. Christie on that. Like, so who would be on that? Larsa for sure. Yeah. I would say Ramona, but I'm kind of over. We're seeing Ramona. Example, like, it can be New York. Because we just had House of Villains, so we're getting closer. Yep, New York yeah. would be... Yeah, New York. Because New York is, is one of the few VH1's reality stars that have eclipsed VH1. 100%. Uh, we can have the Green Eye Bandits, because they, they're pretty uh, villainous at this mm. point. We can have... Kenya. Um, Kenya. We can have Kenya Moore. We can have... Can we have Jen uh, Shaw. <laughs> can she get on a prison uh, release specifically for it? If she's around, sure. Um, <laughs> we, can have, we can have Luann. Because Luann can be a villain very easily. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, we can have Erin, uh, the new girl. She was pretty much a villain this year. No, that's true. Can we have um, Can we have Gina from Melbourne? Yes. I, wanna I, see, want- like, I want there to be like the international housewives like into the fold. Like, because I love all the South African versions and all the pretty much African versions of housewives. They yeah. all are top notch. I want Tamara there. Oh, yes. I want Adriana Lynn Curtin. Eric. Lynn Curtin. Uh, cuffs. Cuff it. Uh, with her fucked up daughters doing porn. <laughs> yeah. And then we can have, uh, we can close out that circle with Brandy Redmond. Oh my God, yes. Brandy, oh, I miss Dallas. I miss Leanne. Leanne. Oh, Sam Boone, I love you, Sam Boone. As someone who was broken and abused in the carnival, I just want to give you a hug. I love that yeah. bitch. She's wild she's wild she's wild wild lady uh really quick on Lindsay and carl they bored me i'm ready for them to go like that whole thing was fake like i'm like were they in love i don't know they always seem to be shady um you know i think the problem is now ever since um last five years so you know the eric and tom scan the ball you know this breakup now um you know jen shot going to jail i feel like now Especially with the Bravo audience, if there's no big scandal or crime, people are calling it boring. Like people are saying Potomac's boring, so people are saying Miami's boring. Mm-hmm. Like not every season these these a big scandal or crime. I mean, also weren't we asking for less crime, less scandal? Now we have it. It's like ah, oh, it's boring. Like Bravo has to really like take some time and look out like what they're going to do next. Like because oh, yeah, we can't the height. The level, wanna, yeah, it's heightened. It's annoying. Yeah, and like and 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 now I feel like it's putting too much of a question in our minds as viewers. Like. Is this real or is this you trying to get your big one? Are you trying to have your scandal now? Like, you know, we're assuming Kyle. Like, it's too many questions going on now. And I think we could, like, really benefit from, like, a pause to, like, you know, regroup, look at our shows, maybe have the executives go back and watch old seasons and really, like, you know, make cohesive storylines for, like, the next set of shows. Yes, because I definitely think that Bravo execs are kind of... I feel like they're kind of, going back to American Horror Story. I feel like they're kind of losing the plot. Like that's what I love Miami so much is because they're still playing by the old school housewife playbook. And yes. that's why I'm like, I miss this. Whereas I feel like Jen Shaw and like, and Beverly Hills. And then uh, just, it started getting too dark and like the stakes were too high. And I'm like, can we just be yeah. fighting about sprinkle cookies? Can we just be fighting about like, you didn't go to my christening or you didn't do like, I, that's the shit I want. Like, I worked much at 2 o'clock. Why weren't you there on a Tuesday? Yeah, yeah like, the simple... Like, I don't want to have no orphans and widows shit. I don't want to have no stealing from, from people like that. Like, I'm... 
like, the I, elderly. Yes. And on Vanderpump Rules, though, that whole scandal, like, that was a real thing that happened. And it's like, if you watch Vanderpump Rules, Tom Sandoval is like, like, you this would, is who he is. Yes. If you go back and watch it, it's like, that is who he is. He's done this so many times. And I remember in season seven and eight, there was always those rumors that Tom was cheating on Ariana and they kept it off the show and it was boring. And I'm like, that time bomb is going to explode. And it did. And I love every minute of it. No, for sure. And actually really quickly on Scandaball, honestly, the real criminal was Schwartz. He knew. He he knew the second was started. So for him to sit there and lie to you, me, America, Kate, Ariana, and Andy Cohen, wild and he's getting away with it because everyone's loving him again on winter house i'm like he is the villain <laughs> he's always been the villain he's always been he's always been physically and mentally abusive to katie he's like yeah. go back and watch that he's pouring beer on her head being a fucking nightmare to him and he plays with that like baby doll like i hate i hate i hate both toms i hate them both he's, he uh, no honestly honestly i I dislike Schwartz more than Sandoval. Like, literally, like, and, like, he tried to play us this season. He's like, oh, you know, I thought, you know, we. he's like, we come to the bar, you'd call me a dirty little slut, have a drink and laugh about it. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm like, I'm good. I don't want to see Schwartz ever again. Like, and, you know, I'm happy. Like, I hate Katie. Trust me. That bitch. She, I love Katie. Katie, like, I mean, she cannot dress for shit. Uh, she just, I, I cannot stand Katie, <laughs> but I'm like, I at the same time, I'm like, Katie, go out and fuck a bunch of dudes. Like go get some good dick. Cause okay. God knows Schwartz doesn't have good dick. <laughs> Let's talk about how your dick doesn't work. Exactly. Dick work exactly. And I miss like Vanderpump. Like I just been rewatching it, just the old episodes. And I'm like, there's nothing like Vanderpump rules. There's nothing like that's first six seasons. I agree. And really quickly, before we move on to other things, um, so back in October, I came back to our little neck of the woods because um, at the, I think I want to say like the Montgomery Mall, mm -hmm. there was a like a fall festival. It was Gabby Prescott from Summer House, Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House, and Ashley Darby. And they were having like a fall fashions panel. But at some point, I think it was Ashley or maybe like the, you know, host, they were like, so... Lindsay and Ashley, you both been on TV for you both been on TV for eight years, and when I heard that, I'm like, wow! Like, can you believe in um, both Summer House and Potomac start in the same year? Oh my god! 2006. Holy shit! Uh, Summer House and Potomac. That's, That's crazy. Crazy. That is Lindsay crazy. Shout out to Lindsay. She's been on TV for eight years, mm. and the girl, the girls are mad about it. I wish you. I wish Lindsay would become a Real Housewife of New York. And you know who else I want to be a, a Real Housewife of New York? Wendy Williams. Cool. I want Wendy to do her podcast first. I want Wendy back. Yeah, I know our girl. Oh, like I um, mm. I just had um, my one of my good comic friends, Stoney Williams, on, and we went into yeah. Wendy Williams, and I just I miss her. Like, there's no one like Wendy. No one like her. There's no one. The like killer. Wendy. No one can sit in that chair for twenty minutes like Sherry Shepard. Who that show's boring as fuck. Happy for everybody if you ever want to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> do, I, do I have a clap? But oh no, that's a rim shot. Oh, we'll add it in there. But yeah, yeah I have clap a. <laughs> right, is this? There we go. I live for the applause. There we go. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Okay. I, say, I knew I have a soundboard. Like I forgot about. Oof. Okay, so real quickly before we get into you know who, we're gonna, Girl, yeah. we're gonna end it with that. Let's get into Salt Lake because I think Monica is probably 
the greatest addition they've made, the greatest casting choice they've made for Housewife since I don't even know since for like since Dorit. Monica's crushing it for sure. She's getting into the mix. She's asking questions. She's calling the girls out. She's giving it right back to them. I'm definitely enjoying Monica. Uh, I have questions myself about you know who she is and what she's about. I don't I think mean, she you knows know, who she is. You know, it could be bad too. She might still be figuring herself out. Like the fact that we have not even touched on the fact that she like that she cheated on her husband with with her husband's brother's brother or whatever. Like the fact that like we've glossed over that and it's like we haven't gotten there yet. Like there's so much to this lady that we just don't know yet, and I'm excited to take that journey and see about her. And like, what is with this whole like? Heather and her suing each other with Beauty Lab. Do you think that's going to come out in the Bermuda trip? Is that because that's what I read that like the streets are talking about? So I heard, you know, from Whitney Wilde, where it was that it was definitely talked about at the reunion. And it looks like whatever comes out, whatever this is, it's so bad that no one's talking to Monica right now. Oh my God. See, that's why I'm like, Monica is a dark, chaotic person that I love. And there's a shift always with Housewife that I like when I watch it when it engages my like theater mind, like when she had that sit down with her mom at that Mexican restaurant and like the mom's like, where the hell's an aspirin? I was, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm, this is engaging it. And I'm like, that's when I love Bravo. Like when a housewife franchise runs on all cylinders, it does that. And that fucking did it. And I was like, Oh my God, this is the best. No, Monica shines in the group scenes. Like when she said, uh, when Heather's like, where are we going? She's like home. (laughs) <laughs> to hell back where we belong i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> fucking i love it i love it god and like i love lisa barlow i love heather girl my favorite lisa barlow i wish we could get married the smoking on camera like i said before i wish we could be- have more mary i mary just to me <laughs> is just like oh that dinner with whitney she walked in sat down Whitney's like, can we have a talk? She's like, I don't want it. She's like, but Mary, you just stuff. She's like, I'm not doing this with you. As she's ordering her food, telling her to take it to go. <laughs> yep. like, oh. Mary, if she's nothing, she's a, she, if she's nothing, she's efficient. She got in, sat down, decided she's not doing it, ordered her food, got to go and left. Probably all within 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about Mary. It's like, I would watch her, like, read the phone book. She's so compelling. She's so just, I don't know. I love her. And Meredith, to me, not Meredith, um... Whitney Rose is just, she's a little Whitney too, I just, and I, I can't stand the way she talks. She's always, she has that weird, like, that weird, her healing, her healing, her healing, her feelings. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's real. <laughs> okay. So before no. we get into the pioneer woman, I want to touch on the, cause I really like have talked to you about like the international version of housewives. Have you yes. watched any of them? Did you watch Johannesburg? Did you watch, um, who else? I just have a Cape Town. The Real Housewives of Lagos, Nigeria is fucking bonkers. They're on uh, Peacock Lagos, I think. Um, or is Durban? I don't, what is, I think, um, I think Durban, which is in South Africa. Johannesburg is Melbourne and then Cheshire. I've been watching Sydney on, I think, Tubi or oh, Pluto. One of Sydney is out of control. Like Ugh. those no bars, pull no punches. I'm enjoying Sydney for sure. I gotta watch it because those that Melbourne, like Gina Liano, I think her name is. She is batshit crazy. I love her. Then you get Janet Roach. You get the the crazy one. Like 
Gamble. Yeah. Oh my god, Gamble. Oh my god. It's you get the psychic. Like I love that shit. Oh, I also watched what's the one that starts with an A? Was it Auckland? Yeah, Auckland, that's New Zealand. Okay, no, Savin. Oh, um Cheshire I watched. Um okay. Like that cast was really fun. I watched the first two seasons of Cheshire, but it kind of like I just I don't know. It's just like I was like, these are boring white people. <laughs> it was boring, but it gets better as that show goes on. Yeah, I I mean I wish Bravo would recognize uh some of the international franchises. I know back in the day they used to play them on Saturdays, like they used to play all the internationals on Saturday, but I think it's like a licensing issue and why they can't yeah. really into that, which is weird because like they're all taken from you, so just tell them like you want your cut. So we can exactly. watch it. I mean, when you, because Johannesburg, I remember when I was in South Africa, like studying abroad for that year, and like I yeah. lived in Melville, which is like where one of the Real Housewives of of Johannesburg lived, and I remember right. seeing them filming, and I was like, wait a minute, I was like, what is that? And I remember the 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 girl I was with who lived there, who was like my host, she was like, yeah, they're filming like the yeah. housewives. And I was like, wait a minute. What? And I watched the first season. Cause that you get that crystal girl who is like fucking nuts. Yeah. You think that Ramona is problematic and racist. This girl takes it to a whole nother level. And she represents like, Oh, the old school apartheid government, like that type yeah. of shit. You have a mother and daughter who are real housewives who are like, and the girl like, she's, it's just, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, so guys, like, please, like, I think I want to say that all that he said is on Pluto. It's, um, The Real Housewives of Johannesburg is on, I believe, Discovery Plus. Oh, it is. Okay, yes. Yeah, watch it. Because yeah. it is, it is. Discovery Plus, yep. Yeah. And then they, and like, they've really been expanding in Africa. Because now they got, um, Durban uh. is fucking amazing. Like, it's a different flavor of Real Housewives. But I always say, like, it's the best. And then, like, the Nigerian Housewives, like, Lagos is fucking amazing. Yeah, no, we're definitely having fun. And yeah. really quick, before we go on down south, um, are you excited for the upcoming season of New Jersey? Yes. Oh my, I've been I, hearing shit. Like, cause that, that one girl, the one girl, her Staten Island roots are coming back. Oh, I forget. Danielle. Danielle. I'm waiting for the Staten Island to come out of her. It, yeah. Good times. I actually just finished reading, um, Jackie's book and that was a hard read. It took me, a, it took me like two months to finish that book and not because like the words are hard to understand. Like Jackie's like walking walking you step by step through like her days living with her eating disorder like oh that might she be really, triggering for me Ooh, i would recommend you don't read it like if you were into the audience if you're like still in recovery or like if you don't know where you're at with that don't read it it's a very hard it's it's a hard book it's not like your regular housewives book where it's flowery and it's fluffy, not a like, pamphlet no, a ghost written no. pamphlet <laughs> like jackie's really really taking good but all that to say i'm so proud of her I kind of almost want to go back and watch so I can see like the things she's referencing, but then maybe not because now I have this new lens. Like Jackie was sick for a long time, but she's coming out on the other side. She's like, I still got work to do, but I'm so proud of the work she's already done. Yeah, because there was a lot of times, like even last season, where she would come up there, and like I know this in recovery, like because I like you have something called refeeding syndrome when you're like, re and so your body's adjusting, so you're like yes. ballooning and losing weight constantly. And it's just, you feel awkward and it makes you feel like shit. And there were several times on there where I looked and I'm like, she's just started recovery. And I'm like, she's feeling yeah. really bad about herself. And I feel like she knows what she looks like. And I'm like, and that was very like hard for me to watch. And I, I but I appreciate yeah. her showing it. And that was one thing she said. She's like, uh, she, she said it without saying it. She's like, she feels, she feels like another 
another part of the reason why she didn't get asked back full time is because you know TV shows they kind of want you to have things kind of fleshed out rather quickly. So like you know she's like they probably wanted me to you know like say I have this problem get treatment and be fixed and she's like i kept telling him she's like no like this recovery is a process it's gonna be slow you're not gonna see me healed episode one and you know having a great life episode 10 she's like i want to take my time with this yeah and um so she believes like you know her wanting to have it really flushed out is a big part of why she didn't get x back because one thing we know about jersey they're not gonna waste time they're gonna keep it moving it's like 16 episodes it's always the shortest seasons but I'm very, I'm, I just want to say, even though I don't like her as a housewife, I'm very proud of the work she's done on herself. Yeah, no, because it, it, that is something that like I like when they when people actually are very real. Because people joke about eating disorders, they kind of glamorize. Like I feel like Beverly Hills, like especially Ted and Mellencamp and Kyle and Renna, they've all kind of glamorized it, and it's like it's as someone that has lived through it. It is like recovery from it is so freaking hard, and I appreciate that she's doing that. People can process of recovery, like yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's not like anything else. Like, because when you're an alcoholic or you're a drug addict, you can lock that monster away and never use again. When you have an yeah. disorder, you have all those same thought processes, but like you have to take that tiger out of the cage and walk with it three yep. times a day, you know, and not be mauled by it. And it's so much. It's it's such and it it just your body goes through so many changes. It's an upward wonky spiral. I say you're going up and down, but you're always going up in a weird way. Yeah, but I appreciate that. Yeah. So shout out to Jackie. You did your big one with this one. Um, I hear this season we're gonna see the demise of Margaret and Dolores. Um, I read somewhere that like at the finale party, Dolores tells Margaret that she's a lying see you next Tuesday. I'm like, oh, how do we get there? Oh. I can't, I fucking love Dolores. Dolores is my, like, she reminds me of, like, one of my aunts. I call (laughs) her Aunt Dolores because she's that amazing. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Because with Dolores, she's probably, like, she's so nice. She's chill. She'll do anything for you. You come for her. You fuck with her. You know it. You're done. It's over. And then I hear, uh, Teresa kept to her gun. She's like, I'm not filming with Melissa. I heard they only, like, meet up allegedly at the finale and it gets real spicy with them good i just like i will say i i'm ready for i'm ready for them to either pick melissa or Teresa. i don't think they need to be on the show anymore together like they can one of them can be a friend of but like i'm ready for that to be i'm ready for that chapter to turn i feel like they should give it to melissa so everyone can prove my girl Teresa right and showing that melissa cannot carry a show oh no she can't totally she can't because it's oh it's yeah. joey that carries the show for her 100 percent but yeah, I'm definitely excited for the upcoming season. And I've been listening to I've been listening to Teresa's podcast. She found a co-host named Melissa, which is odd, but you know, <laughs> of course, definitely you know, uh, on the right side of things. So it's been fun, and I really enjoyed it. Like we're just hearing about Teresa's like day to day life on this podcast, and all she's doing is like you know, running around with the kids, hanging out with Louie, doing events, working as she calls it. Can and we talk about you know, Louie. Like, because that deck of uh, cards is going to be coming down soon, too. Well, recently, uh, one of his court cases uh, with these women that, you know, were making claims against him got dropped. So maybe the tides are turning in his favor. Again, I wasn't there. I don't know. I believe women and all those great things. But um, I also, as a tree hugger, have to, you know, accept that this is her man. This is who she married. And I have to hope for the best. Yes, no, I'm, I I hope for the best, but at the same time, you know, I'm not far from New Jersey, and, like, I live in a very Italian place, like, in East Baltimore, where I live. I know these women, and I know men like Louie, and I'm like, it's gonna come. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean like the streets are saying that Paulie is just as bad too. Oh, wouldn't surprise me. Would not surprise me. Yes. Okay, so enough housewives. Let's end this with some nice little lighting. I mean, let's lighten the mood with yes. freaking Redrunum, the Pioneer Woman. You're you fucking love her. I fucking can't stand that bitch. My girl, Redrumman, my girl, the Pioneer Woman. Ugh. She is such a star. I love her so much. So much personality, like the subtle shade. Really? She's personality? Really? So much. You know what, actually, Zenobia, while we're out here in space, I'm going to bring us back down to Earth. Uh, I did some research. And I have some facts I would like to share with you about the Pioneer Woman. Do you mind if I... Let's dive... I always say I'm intellectually comedic, so... So big. I will say though, I just let me let me just qu- preface all of this. It is my podcast, so let me give you some uh, give me some of my intellectual like looking into this. She comes from L.A. She is very much a Vanderpump Rules type person, and she knows what she's doing. And she comes from that world. So spill. She knows exactly what she's doing. Yes. So I have about ten facts here for you about Miss Drummond, the Pioneer Woman. Ugh. She met her husband Lad on a blind date. Fact he is hot, two. though. I will say I, he is very hot, and he's very rich, and he comes from money. And I think she saw that, and she pounced. She knows what she was doing. My girl. She started her first blog in 2006, the Pioneer Woman blog in 2006. Well, I have a blog too, hashtag Rockstar Life, the art blog, sponsored by the Harford County Cultural Arts Board. So I guess I'm like more like her than I want to admit. She wrote her first cookbook in 2009. I wrote my first book in 2020. <laughs> I'm just going to use this to plug my shit. <laughs> oh no, please do. She's a beautiful author three times over. Okay, I'm writing my third book now, so I mean, I'm up there with her. She joined the Food Network in 2011. I'm still working on that. I will say, I will say, I am, I can't talk much about it, but I am in the process of working on a paranormal reality show. Ooh. So give me another year and yeah, I'll talk to you about it off mic though. Lovely. She has a frozen food collab with Walmart. Of course, she loves Walmart. Yeah, she's a self-taught chef. Oh, okay, so she's not a cook, she's a chef, just like Bethany. Remember she's that Cherry Island throwback? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not a cook, you're a chef, but yeah, no, she is a self-taught cook. Oh, God. Don't tell she's Kelly Corinne author- Ben-Simone. <laughs> she's now the author of three children's books. Oh, God. Oh, God. I can only imagine what the damn kids' books are. This is how to skin an ox. She... <laughs> She throws an iconic annual 4th of July bash. uh, She loves America. She loves America. And I'll tell you right now, I bet you she shops at Hobby Lobby. And I bet you, I mean, she probably checks at Walmart for her own fucking brand. Or no, no, fuck that bitch. That bitch is shopping at Barney's and whatnot because she got money and she's bougie as fuck. But she, I feel like all her decorations probably have a tinge of like white nationalism or something to them. Like white Christian nationalism. She's definitely shopping at Target because you know she's a girl just like you and me. And her favorite color is red. That's another fact. Red is her favorite color. So she's definitely shopping at Target. Of course, and we definitely is. to this uh to this uh Fourth of July birthday barbecue bash next year. We need to be invited. Okay, I'm down. I'll go. I'll go. She's a philosopher. Oh, is she like Socrates and Plato? Yep. And the last fact I want to share, she is a podcaster, just like you and me. Oh Reed wow, Drenum. Reed Drenum, come on the podcast. Let's have an intellectual disagreement. <laughs> no, not disagreement. I thought we were gonna say discussion, not disagreement. Like I just, I mean, because I remember you, you started. We were talking like this was like last year, and I was like, "You said Watching I really, 
Yes. You were like, watch the Pioneer Woman. Because I was telling you how I like to watch like old school Food Network. And I was in the middle of writing my second book. And I was talking about how I've always loved the Food Network and how I wanted to be on TV. And I remember that I went through a period where I learned how to cook because I wanted to be like Rachel Ray and Paula Deen. And you said, watch the Pioneer Woman. And I did. And I was like, I was like, what is this bitch? Oh my God. And she's an icon. The red hair, like, she's... No, but then, you know, I also am a reality show and documentary, like, sponge. Like, anything like that, I love. One of my favorite shows is CNBC... Was on CNBC called Lock Up, where they went into prisons. Shout out to the Gay Wing at Orange County Jail. Those ladies work. Like, shit, I love that shit. And also, the thing about the prison shows, like, Lock Up, is... They're not afraid to edit the people because they're in jail absolutely horribly. So it has a good villain edit, which, and they play into it with humor, which I love. But I'm watching it. Reese making fucking street tacos. I'm like, where she's pouring chili into a bag of Doritos and eating with a fork. I'm like, oh, where have I seen that at? Oh, fucking lock up. Because that's what they use to make with their commissary. She makes Dutch skillet pancakes. She packs meals for her children. She does it all. And speaking she? of food, uh, shout out to uh, Food Network chef Michael Chiarello. He passed away recently, so shout out to him. Rest in peace. Yeah. 61 years mm-hmm. old. Mm-hmm. Rumor has it, big dick. I don't know. I oh, didn't he did have that. a big dick? Oh, oh, that is Alleg- sad. Allegedly, but shout out to him. Um, yeah, but no, honestly, I just love Brie. Her smiles, her laughter. I feel like I'm in the kitchen, too, when I'm, when I'm watching her. Well, when you're in the kitchen, do you have on her her leggings that you can buy at Walmart and does it match your crock pot and blender? It's the same exact pattern. I fucking can't stand that. I do not shop at Walmart. I I go into Walmart. I feel like the fucking earth is dying. Every time I go in there, it's so capitalistic. And then I go in there and you see these fucking ugly ass leggings and these like moo moo type shirts. Like they're, they remind me of the OC sky top they used to have, but it's like Uh, the trailer park version in some ugly ass floral print, like a pastel floral print. And then you can buy a crock pot and a blender and matching kitchen utensils that match the fucking leggings and that ugly ass top. All the pioneer woman. And there she is in some, you know, $200 Nordstrom top with her hair and makeup professionally done trying to be like, I'm just like the people. I'm, I'm your neighbor in the trailer park. Bitch, no, you're not. You live in a $20 million ranch in Oklahoma fucking that hot ass rich husband. I know how this game is. It's It should be Kristen Doty up there. Bree Drummond is obviously wearing Ray Dunn from Target. And also, fun fact, she's not a Mormon. Contrary to popular belief, Bree Drummond is not a Mormon. She does believe in God, but she does not plan to be Mormon. And that is the last fact that happened to here. Oh, well. Well. Salt Lake. So sorry. She can't do Salt Lake. No, she can't. I, I mean, I don't know. Ree's just... Like, she's so full of shit. Like, I just watch it, and I'm like, I know exactly what you... I sit there, and I read... I mean, I can... I've done so many stand-up bits about that bitch. Like, I, I remember one time, I was at a drag show in Baltimore, in full drag, yeah. and, like, I, I left my set at home that I had. I had some, like, Kathy Griffin-type set going, and I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna get my iPad out, because I have the Apple News app, and I got her... Well, I think it was the spring 20, 2022... Um, yeah. magazine, and I just went to town because it is, it's like Oprah. Like, Oprah, I always say, so full of shit. Re is full of shit. <laughs> like, there's so much that a troll, and then she's always like, well, oh, what was it? It was when 
It was when she was doing her Christmas magazine and she was writing about doing yes. photo shoot. She's like, and it's shot in June. Well, no shit, honey. That's the way fashion works. And then she's like, and I just keep saying, hold on, Ree. You'll be walking the dogs down the down the driveway and you'll be shivering and saying, you wish it was warm. And I'm like, who like be a professional? You don't see Naomi Campbell out there bitching about that, like shooting in a bikini in 30 degree weather. Like, shut the fuck up, Reed. Like, be a professional model. Well, you know, she probably just came from the set of her Hallmark Christmas movie, so maybe that's why she. Well, that Hallmark Christmas movie is a hate watch. I mean, I'll take an edible and watch that because it is so bad. And it's there's so many plot points, and we never see the guy shirtless. I want to see the dude's we, nipples. Well, remember, she's married. She's a respectful woman, so we did not see is the man she, shirtless. Is she a respectful woman? <laughs> I'm sure it was in the contract. I'm sure she said, no, he has to keep his shirt off. That's lad. Lad, lad wouldn't like that, so he has to keep his shirt on while we're filming. <laughs> well, you know, well, her audience wants to see the dude shirtless, because the audience... I mean, yeah, I might be talking to a guy, but I can still look at candy. Well, I'm sure if we go on down to one of her many restaurants in the Oklahoma. Mercantile. The Mercantile. The Mercantile shop. Mm. Um, I'm sure if we act nicely, she'll let Leia take off her shirt and entertain us. Let's go. Let's book a... Tr- we'll, we'll podcast from there. Oh my God, live. Actually, you know what? Why, why we're on the podcast? I'm actually... I'm, I have my iPad in front of me. <laughs> let me see if this bitch has a new magazine out because there is... Uh, I could... The Mercant- <laughs> it is so it's just this bitch is so bad you know how much of a dream that would be the podcast where you live from the mercantile like we're oh in space right on it but <laughs> live from the season desist. <laughs> damn oh i don't i don't think she's had a magazine out in a while i think she's filming oh you do okay i mean because i'm like there is there's not no mag damn i just well, i can't with her mm. i think it's obvious you love her. I love you. I think we left it all on the floor now. Yeah, that's I think true. We can... We've been talking for like an hour and a half. So where can we find you? Where can we Where can we bug you at? Where can we send you the hate mail? <laughs> yeah, please send all hate mail, all fan mail, and all Target, Starbucks, Trader Joe's, and Uber Eats gift cards to Samaj with an H over at Instagram and SamajXDX over on Twitter. I will not spell any of those for you because Zenobia is a fantastic host and Zenobia will put all that in the episode description. Please listen to this podcast. Obviously, subscribe to it. Leave it five stars. Tell your friends to because there are so many other episodes that are going to be way better than this one for you to listen to. Oh, this was a good episode, though. I will say this was a good-ass episode. No, this... Oh, my God, no. Zenobia is the best. We love, love, love. And yeah, whatever you do, when you go to your relatives, when you go to your in-laws... Don't bring them sprinkle cookies. Make sure you get them pingilly cookies. Or if get you bring the kind them sprinkle- from Wegmans. It means war. Yep. So there you go. Wegmans or pingilly cookies. But yeah. if you bring someone's cookies, just know that they understand in that very moment you don't like them. Yeah, exactly. So oof. So with that, all right. I'm I gotta go. I'm going out farther past Pluto. So I'll talk to you later. I'll be in touch. All right. Bye. Like and subscribe. Bye, bitches. <laughs>